0: Hey friends, welcome to the Love Intently Podcast, where each week I bring you relationship experts, inspiring couples, and first-class relationship thought leaders from around the world. I'm on a mission to explore what exactly makes love last and to empower a generation to have strong relationships. I'm your host, Sophie Kwok, the chief love enthusiast who believes that relationships are the most important part of our lives. And if you're looking to build a stronger relationship or to take a proactive approach towards love, loveintently.com hosts an array of articles, podcasts, resources, and love tips to help you build and keep strong relationships. I am so glad you're here. Let's get started. Hi, Love Intently fam. Welcome back to Love Intently podcast. This is part two of our conversation with Brandon and Ashley Hill where they dive into how they got out of debt, entrepreneurship, and how they navigate through their faith evolving. If you missed part one, they share their story of how they met, how they gave each other tattoos, wrote music, their engagement story, and navigating through being the complete opposites of each other. You might wanna go back and give it a listen. They dive deep into the Enneagram and how it completely transformed how they understand each other and themselves. They're hilarious, and it's just filled with so many beautiful, practical nuggets. I also want to say that you might notice a slight difference in quality on this episode as I lost track to my own mic when we recorded this. So I'm super sorry, but you can still hear me pretty well, but it's not as crisp as normal. So sincerest apologies, know it's a one-time thing, and thank you so much for your grace.
1: I feel like there's been so many like big things <laughs> oh, that we gosh, tried to do yeah. one of our big mountains we climbed was getting out of debt and um we weren't making a lot of money so our main option was to reduce our spending and we like to eat out and eat places and so we realized like we could if we put all of our food money towards our debt we could be out of debt in a year or two years so the last like or part of it For six months of it, we just ate rice and beans, and figured out that um, if we just ate rice and beans, we could eat for about a dollar to a dollar fifty for both of us every day. And on special days, we would add an avocado at dinner to the rice and beans. We would split an avocado. Yep. And uh, yeah, that was six months of our life. It's horrible for your nutrition. (laughs) Your brain gets foggy. Yes,
2: your brain got really foggy. Yeah. But. It was so amazing to see, oh, that we don't need food and like <laughs> specific food in order to be happy and content with life. Like, I feel like we were almost more joyful in those moments of that type of sacrifice because we had to be really creative with how we spent time with each other. Because a lot of times we would go and out to eat and that was our date night or that was the way we connected. And it was like, well, we can't do that anymore. We have to connect through different ways. And so I remember like one of the best anniversaries we had it
1: was when we were eating rice and
2: beans. We, rice and beans. Yeah. we could not go out to eat for our anniversary. Um, That was probably a night we had two avocados, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, But what we did was we went to CarMax and we just test drove our dream cars, you know? (laughs) And -hmm. like, that was our anniversary, was doing something fun and free like that. So I don't know, it was just, I feel like that season was really beautiful in helping us see that we can still connect and still um, have joy and happiness without having a lot of money, you know?
1: It's helpful to, like, strip away things, and then when you reintroduce them, it's like you hold them differently, and totally. you don't, um, yeah, you're a little bit more aware of how good they are, but also their limits, Yeah. and so, yeah, that's good.
0: What yeah. are some of the other good date nights that came out of that season?
1: Oh, let me think I remember for a playing second. playing on the playscape, like, no kids <laughs> yes. were there, because yes. they had tv and video games but we were playing because it, it was on the snow. playscape. yeah
2: <laughs> we were playing in the snow on the playscape we played pool a lot our yeah. apartment had a pool table and so we would do that a lot we also walked a lot i feel like that's when we really started to connect over like by walking and talking yeah and so we walked lalo a lot and um got to enjoy like It was funny because walking for us is, we are very different, you know, I mean, you've already heard how different we are, but we are very different in how we walk. Brandon (laughs) likes to be in his head and daydream and have ideation moments and just creation in his mind palace. And I like to say, oh, look at that little rock right there. It kind of has a little bit of moss on it. That's cute. Oh, Lalo's walk. Her tail is wagging. She's so happy. What are you thinking about, Lalo? And I'm just so present focused. And so we've had to like learn. Like, can we actually go on walks together when? We participate in our world so differently. Um, And that was a lot of fun to really learn that, okay, sometimes, Ashley, you need to be quiet and just keep your little thoughts to yourself about what's happening in the present. And then every now and then, you bring Brandon's focus back in of, like, look at this house. Now, let him dream about this house. And, like, (laughs) do you see this as our house? Like, you know, and just play around in that way.
1: And it's good, like... I think, you know, you do a lot of bigger picture thinking because I force it way too much. And I'm more present in the moment because you bring me out of my head. It's good.
0: We have something super exciting to share with you. Our love personality quiz is released this week and you can find it at loveintently.com or or by texting love to 33222, which will text you the link directly. We created this love personality quiz because it helps build self-awareness, but also empathy and understanding of your partner. And at the end of the quiz, if you enter your information, we'll send you love tips based on your love personalities a couple times a week. It's all completely free right now. And it's our gift to you. And of course you can opt out whenever. And again, you can find it at loveintently.com or by texting love to 33222. Thanks so much for spending time with us. Your time is so precious and we'd love to hear your feedback. So let us know what you think. So what are some of, like, the pros and cons in having a partner that is the complete opposite of you? That was what attracted
2: me to Brandon, for sure, was how different he was. He was this mystery that I did not understand, and he was so quiet. He was so to himself. I just couldn't understand why somebody would live life that way, (laughs) and I had to know why. And so... Uh, That absolutely attracted me to him was how different he was. Um, And then, you know, our first couple of years of marriage, it was the most painful thing, I felt like, that he was so different and that he wasn't like me and that he didn't think like me and he didn't understand my feelings and he didn't... um, empathize the way that I did. And, you know, just he didn't feel the same feelings as me and it hurt me really badly. Um, And so that was really, really hard to be that different, especially in a tough emotional season. And especially first couple of years of marriage, you're learning so much and being young. Um, But now I feel like I've kind of come back again of like, Man, I am so attracted to how different he is than me. Um, that you do. Oh gosh, here it comes. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I just feel like the welling up is happening. Let's blame it on the cider. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, no. <I'm> fine. <laughs> um.
1: What was I saying? You're saying I'm oh. you amazing. Yeah.
2: No, just how much you, like, I would not be the person I am today if it wasn't for being married to you. Mm -hmm. That I would not have a greater worldview or a greater understanding of my abilities, of my place in the world, of what we, what our human place is in the world, um, if it wasn't for you. And you helping to expand my mind, to do things that do not can come naturally to me, to really think about things, um, to just be really intentional with my mind, and to have a desire to learn and to grow um, and not be stagnant, because I for sure would just be eating spaghetti every single night, watching TV, and not, you know, that that would be my creature of habitness instead of going out and really exploring the world, and so. I do love that so much that you have, because you are so different and you have strengths that are just completely opposite of what mine are. I've really had to learn how to um, develop those strengths in myself so that I can understand you, mm. so that I can appreciate you, and then actually put those things on in my own life. Mm. You know?
1: It's good. It's good to hear um I think the cons the pros and cons for me the the downside of being so different is is that it forces you out of your preferred patterns and habits and um the ways of my flesh get challenged you know I want to do what my flesh wants and you just you know being married to you and in such a intimate relationship it can't happen like that all the time um and that's a really horrible thing, until you realize that it's exactly what I need, and um, so it's also the best thing. And um, yeah, I think it's just day to day. You know, on a Tuesday at 5:30 p.m., it can be like a this again, or why are we so different? Or but the moments where I'm able to like approach it with curiosity and interest and um, You know, like you are an infinitely deep, complex, changing, evolving thing. And I get to be with you on that infinite complex journey and get to learn about that. And that's something that I love, you know, is I wanna be able to learn it, understand it. And that will never stop because you are infinitely deep and you know, so yeah, it's the worst and the best, depending on how I'm able to see it in that moment. But.
0: yeah. What are some practices, routines or check-ins or whatever you might call them that you guys have put into place um, in these last seven years that have really helped? Mm.
1: A really little but big one for us is that we always like hug each other goodbye and hello, like coming and going from work, Um, which is little, but it's just like our routine of like, our presence is departing and are coming back together and that's a thing to like celebrate and yeah um yeah that's one that is meaningful to me
2: yeah um and i think also just kind of we mentioned it a little bit of being able to press pause and that being a practice that we do of um if we are getting into a conversation that is starting to like Brandon's starting to be very logical and not backing down and I'm just emotions and I can't speak up being able to say, okay, give, give me some time by myself. Um, and we both take turns, I feel like, on calling that pause, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like that's been just so helpful for us to actually not feel like we have to talk this thing out immediately and we have to solve this and be on the right page together right now. Um, But giving ourselves space to really go and process on our own so that we can come back with more grace, with more love, with more kindness and empathy and, you know, clarity on what is even going on. You know,
1: I think like a lot of the, Go-to advice is don't go to bed mm-hmm. angry. I think that's great probably for most people. And most of the time for us, that's good advice too. But I yeah. think every once in a while, it's like if it comes up at night, I think early on, we would stay up until three or four in the morning. That was horrible. We have not done that in years. Yeah. Because we realized like, just because we go to bed angry doesn't mean like it's going to stay in our world forever. Right. Um, like we know a good night's sleep might be what you need to let the feelings subside and the thoughts come up and it might be what I need to let the thoughts like dilute and the feelings start to show up and so uh so yeah for <laughs> us maybe not for everybody but for us going to bed angry is sometimes the better move
2: yeah yeah I could definitely see that yeah. staying
0: up till three in the morning talking about conflict does not sound fun Yeah. No. okay on that note what has been one of the biggest conflicts or challenges you guys have faced and what did overcoming it look like
1: We talked last night about which conflict did we want to bring up. (laughs) Um, Yep. I I
2: think the biggest one, one of the biggest ones, let me say, and more recent is what's kind of happened within the past year now almost. Man, that's wild that time has flown. It still feels like it was last month that this (laughs) journey started. But when Brandon kind of finally approached me and talking to me about, uh, the changes that were going on with his faith and that just really threw me for a whirlwind of emotion and, um, fear that I had never experienced before and that I definitely was not prepared for, um, so I feel like that was, that's been one of the biggest challenges is when he was basically saying, hey, this, in my pers- perspective, he was basically saying, hey, this thing that we, like, uh, agreed to when we got married, that this was going to be our faith, in this is how we were going to live out our faith, hey, I don't feel like
1: living that anymore. Um, and, and, and that's true. Like, when we got married, it was kind of like we said a lot of things are going to change over a lifetime. But I will always be male, you will always be female, and I will, we will always be this faith. And I was taking away half of that. Yeah. I was saying half of what I promised you. Yeah, I definitely felt of that magnitude.
2: And I think the biggest conflict for me was, just based on our history, which, you know, a lot of that goes back to the five-ness and the two-ness in us, I just always deferred to what Brandon wanted. And so him bringing this idea of changing the way he lived out his faith, I immediately was like, well, I can't believe in Jesus the way that I want to believe anymore because I'm going to have to go along with what Brandon wants Mm -hmm. Uh, because that's what it looks like to be married that's, you know, in my mind, that's what it was. And I was just so heartbroken that I wasn't going to get to live the faith life that I wanted to live because yeah. I had to submit to you. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: Um,
2: I know we're all like laughing because it's silly, but I don't think you've ever put it, it was like that so point real. You, yeah. It was so real to that me. That makes sense. Um, and so, yeah, the I feel like we definitely haven't overcome it um but i feel like we're we're moving towards like
1: yeah well i would say we haven't um overcome it in the movie
2: way right, right
1: now there's a resolution and this is what happily ever after looks like but i would say that at the beginning it was very much of those things to work through of well we're used to operating with kind of you submitting to me and I take the lead on this. And there was even parts of our faith that made it feel like that's Mm -hmm. good and we should Mm -hmm. do that. And, um, and there was a lot of, well, can we be married and have different faith? Right. Um, I know for a while, I think you told me after the fact that you were like, do we need to get divorced now? Mm -hmm. Um, and there was a lot of that that we would did not know how to work through. And I would say, but please tell me if I'm wrong, um, that we've overcome a lot of that, can we do this together? Yes. And we haven't gotten on the same page with everything, mm-hmm. but I think that maybe in a better way, we realize that we don't have to be on the same page. Yeah. And maybe that's doing things together, is learning how to be side by side, even when mm-hmm. things don't line up. and yeah. um, Instead of thinking that, we need to force or manufacture or we can only be one if we think the same thing about everything. And, And I think that in maybe a more true and beautiful way, we've learned that that doesn't need to be the case. Yeah, You know?
2: And it's funny too, I don't know if you've realized this, but so our relationship as far as like Brandon being Obsessed with learning and obsessed with knowledge and me just being relational. He often will bring all of his learnings and all of his knowledge and just kind of like Flood it over me and say like do you get it? Are you interested in it? Do you want to keep learning and I'm just like I just want to pet my dog <laughs> so, um, But I don't know if you realize this but whenever you brought it up that you were exploring, um, practicing your faith in a different way, that that was when I was finally like, I think I'm ready to start reading some of these Enneagram books. Mm. And it kind of took me something like that to get the motivation to want to understand you better, to want to understand me better, and to want to like really learn and grow, you know? And so it kind of has been this delayed thing for me, Mm. you know, even though here we are a year later, That I'm starting to be like, you know, I think I'm ready to read some of these um, books that you've been reading or listen to some of these podcasts that you've been listening to about these people who have been influencing you and the way that you um, view God now, you know, and it's taken me a while. But um, what I've seen and that idea of like, oh, it's okay if we are landing on different places, I feel like has come. At the same time of me understanding, oh, it's okay if we are so different personality wise, too, you know?
1: Yeah, it's good. Yeah.
0: What's it been like being married to an entrepreneur? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Sorry, you caught me mid drink. I almost spat it out <laughs> because it's hilarious. <laughs> oh, it's so fun. Um,
1: I want to record that. <laughs>
2: have it on audio. Yeah. Man, it's an adventure. Um, never know what I'm going to wake up to sometimes.
1: <laughs> home to after work.
2: Yeah, I don't know what uh, grand idea he's got conjured up at the end of the day. <laughs> how long
1: it'll last. <laughs>
2: yes, and how long it'll last. But it is a lot of fun um, seeing Brandon be creative in that way and for me to start to think of different possibilities and be creative and and uh, what I think that my career could be. I don't think that I would have left teaching if it hadn't have been for how you helped me to expand my mindset of like what I could actually do with my skills and my passions, you know? Um, so it is beautiful to see him be creative and explore the things that he is passionate about like when he gets passionate about something it is very inspiring Mm -hmm. um and i just like yes i am your cheerleader i will cheer you on to whatever it is that you want to pursue but is there any way you could keep it the same thing (laughs) tomorrow Is there any way I could, like, not have to change my poster of what I'm cheering you on for, you know?
1: That's so good. So, oh,
2: man. Um, so that's been fun. Yeah. And, you know, there's parts of it that, like, I think... I love you. <laughs> I love you, too. I, I feel really good about myself sometimes when my friends are telling me, like, I don't know how you could be married to Brandon. Like, his... <laughs> Ideas are changing all the time. Like, what is he even working on right now? <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know, but it's fun. <laughs> like, it's, fun. <laughs>
1: it's fun. Whatever it is, it's fun. Like,
2: I'm really grateful for that I'm not as worried or as stressed out about those types of future things about, or even just like, I don't really feel like pressed for security in what jobs and money can provide. I care more about like what are my relationships like that's the security that i'm looking for um, what do people think about me um and so i think like i'm really thankful that that's not something that i'm burdened with so that i can just go with the flow in that sense um yeah you're a hoot and i love you you're pretty great too
0: <laughs> um Brandon, what things have been helpful as far as you exploring this entrepreneurial journey that, like, what are the most important things that Ash has done um, that's really enabled you to explore yeah. all the different avenues? And what are you currently working on? <laughs> uh-huh.
1: Well, today, it's the... Um, so I think it's funny because it's usually been you or your jobs pulling us to different cities Mm -hmm. and why we've lived in so many different places. Um, You've been the reason for that constant change, but it's probably been more me. That's the reason for all the other changes in our life, our lifestyle, our faith, um, what we're interested in, what our passions are about. Usually I'm directing that boat while you're directing the other. Um, And I think... The most helpful thing with all of them, whether it's hey, I've got this new idea uh, for a business. Hey, I'm really interested in this passion project. Can I make pizza for us every day this month? And yes. will you taste them all and tell me which yes. one's the best?
2: That, that? that literally <laughs> happened. Oh my gosh! Yes. I'm mean, not here about pizza season. <laughs> oh my god! We're gosh. thinking about
1: bringing it back. Yeah. Um, it was actually pretty awesome. <laughs> whether it's that or if it's hey, I know we have had this faith our whole life. I am growing in this direction. It's the thing that I think you've been so, that she's been so like great at in all of it is that you assume, I think this has been a learned thing for you, maybe than a natural thing, but you've assumed the best and like encouraged. Like I I, I remember where we were hugging in our apartment after a month or two of like a lot of tears, and we could only talk about our faith, cha- my faith changing, for five minutes at a time before you just break down. I remember when us hugging, and you were like, "I love that you are pursuing truth and more life and more joy and more of God, even though it scares you know, it was scaring you, and you didn't know if you were gonna like where I ended up." You were like, "I, why would I ever not encourage?" more life, more truth, the pursuit of that. Um, and I think that's been like the best thing is that you assume the best. And it's like, he has this crazy new idea. I don't think he's trying to do it to me. He's not <laughs> trying to torture me. He's, <laughs> he's genuinely pursuing passion. And even though my mind is sometimes not as crazy, but um, that's that's been great. It's just the assuming the best and encouraging me towards more life is is the best.
0: What is the best relationship advice you guys have ever received or could give?
1: Go to bed angry.
2: <laughs> not
1: said <laughs> so the liar. Said so the liar. Oh gosh. Assume the best in the other person. They are responding to the world in this way not out of malicious intent they're doing it because that's the way they're wired that's the way they see things that's the best with their perspective um they're reacting to you sometimes in a way that you don't want but they're doing it out of what they think is best maybe they're scared and trying to protect maybe they're seeking more joy and it seems a little bit too fast or too crazy or whatever and just assuming that um, with what they have and the way that they're wired and their experiences and all of that, like they're doing their best. That's If you can assume that, which is hard a lot of times, but I think that's my best advice that you've taught me.
2: Yeah. Um, I think my best advice wasn't really advice, it was more of kind of like a revelation um, that came through many, many months of counseling, um, individual counseling with my counselor. but, to not see Brandon as my God, and to not worship Brandon, and to not find my identity in Brandon um, because I did enter our marriage believing that we had this fairy tale that we were kind of high school sweethearts, but we didn't we never dated, but we liked each other all throughout high school and Like, how special is it that I get to be married to um, the one that I wanted for years and years and how perfect we were together and how just so sweet our story was of playing music together and then just realizing the reality of, oh my gosh, we're broken human beings and it is not a fairy tale. Um, And so how I think I would have, like, saved myself a lot of heartache if I hadn't found my identity in Brandon and hadn't seen him as perfect and holy God that needs to be worshiped and I need to do everything for him, you know, Um, so that I will be loved, so that I will be worthy, you know. Um, So that's been something that, and I still find myself falling into that pattern because it does feel safe it does feel secure to just have my God literally physically right here and to be able to do whatever he wants so that he will love me. And like, that's the, you know, passion of the two, you know? And, um, but it's been so freeing when I see Brandon as a human being and I see, and I, I don't rely on him for my identity and I can stand on my own two feet, you know, and have my own value and know that we, it doesn't mean that we're not as a unit. Me having my own voice and having my own identity doesn't mean that we're any less of being one, you know, together. Um, We're more one and more together because I'm more present and I am showing up more by, actually having an identity, you know, to bring to the relationship, so.
0: Well, this leads me to my last question. Um, What does it mean to love intently to you?
1: Uh, You or me? Yeah, I'm trying to- I'm not gonna have a good answer, I don't think. (laughs) What
2: do you mean you're not gonna have a good answer?
1: Like, we were talking about what is love, and I feel like it's one of those things that you just walk around feeling like you know what it is until you start to try to talk it about it, to it. describe it prescribe, it, prescribe it to somebody, and you realize how, um, I don't know, how I was comparing it to love to God and God is kind of the name we give to that thing that is bigger than we can understand. And, you know, a lot of the the early Christians would say that God is love. And it's like, there's a lot of synonymousness there of this love. Anytime you try to really nail it down is love doing what's best for the other person is love. Um, I don't know. It, it's like, I think it, is constantly evolving and there's no prescription for it. And it's, it's really a relationship for, like, for me, that's where I'm at right now. Tomorrow I'll disagree with what I'm saying, but um, for me, it's just constantly being in touch with what is this relationship between us? What does it need? How do we keep this thing healthy between us? And sometimes that involves me putting you first. Sometimes that involves me putting me first. Sometimes it's, not even that clear cut of who's first here it's 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 more of trying to stay in tune with this living dynamic relationship between us and trying to do what's best for that that's the best i can say right now
2: yeah like when i think about that when i think about like what does it mean to love or to love intently um i think like my just natural response of like what i've been preached to and what i've been preaching to others for years now is it's sacrificial love and it's putting somebody else's needs before your own um but the more that i'm doing work with the enneagram the more that i am like realizing like what does that mean i love the the two words put together, love intently. And like, what does that mean to be so intentional with the way that we love um, other people and one another? And for me, that means that I have to show up, that I can't always put Others before myself, and I can't always be that sacrificial lamb that just lays down my life. You know, and that, that is
1: how you—that is how you love unintentionally. Exactly, how you love unconsciously. Right,
2: that's just my natural habit. Um, but to love and to love Brandon intentionally means um, showing up and having presence and having a voice and having an opinion in helping him see parts of the world that I see that he doesn't naturally see and that is going to be messy and that is going to feel, um, hard at times, but ultimately it's for the betterment of this Mm -hmm. that's between us, this relationship, this marriage, this partnership, this commitment that we have with one another. Um, and so I feel like that's what it means for me right now is that whatever, we're doing, whatever decision we're making, however we're speaking to one another, hopefully that we are doing it from an intentional place of the betterment of this.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, I just want to take a minute to acknowledge both of you and say thank you for being on my podcast, but also just being the lights that you guys are in my life. Um, even being a two and talking through with you of uh, so much of that unworking myself, you know, in the last four months, or I don't even know how long I've known you guys, like a year now, but, um, and you being able to process the counter side of that and all the other numbers (laughs) and the entrepreneurship side of things has changed my life. And um, I know that a lot of the stories that were shared here today will impact a lot of others that are married to the complete opposite and have no idea how to navigate (laughs) it in this crazy world because, we're just expected to wake up and be amazing at relationships. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, but I think this will really serve a lot of people. So thank you. Thank you, Sophie. Thank you,
2: Soph. thank you for doing this.
0: Thank you so much for listening today. I hope you enjoyed this episode I would love to hear your feedback and what you learned on Instagram. And also if you haven't left us a rating or review on iTunes, I would so deeply appreciate it. It really helps us out and helps other people find us. And lastly, this will be our last episode of season one. I know time flies, but I am so, so, so excited for season two as we have some incredible and brilliant people who have done world-changing things coming on, both couples and researchers and thought leaders that I just cannot believe that I got to do a podcast episode with, but we are looking for more guests. So if you have any in mind of people that you are dying to hear from, please share them with me at hello at loveintently.com. Also, I might be releasing a bonus episode on my big takeaways of 2018 and my journey of moving into a secure attachment style. At the end of 2017, I realized that I had a pretty severe avoidant attachment style and it was hindering me from having the type of relationships I wanted. So I made my word secure for 2018 and I have been intentionally working on becoming more secure. I'll share more about that all on the next episode, but if you have any questions or topics that you want me to cover, shoot them over to me via Instagram or hello at loveintently.com and I will do my best to answer all of them. Thanks again so much until next time with love and intention.